Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today is just a lot of the positive things that have been kind of going on in life. Uh, so recently, I've gone through a company restructure over at Influence Tree, and I brought on about 10 to 11 other business partners. And we're setting up shops so we could go and work with some of the biggest brands out there and really help them nail down their positioning to get their people as the number one dominating forces in their industry. And that's been quite an exciting journey. We've been in the process of redeveloping the website over at Influence Tree, getting all the bios of our partners off, getting new term sheets and agreements set up for uh, new up-and-coming clients. And also on top of that, uh, the guy who uh, actually did Marshall Goldsmith's movie reached out to me and we signed a contract and we're going to be working on developing out a new documentary of my life, which is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, It's going to probably showcase a lot of the doctors and business leaders that I worked with and kind of show this um, compelling look of what it really looks to like to be inside the life of Leonard Kim and the work that... uh, me and my partners have done over the years. Um, With that said, uh, today I guess what we'll be really talking about is why it's good to really go out there and plan for the unexpected because at any time things could really come up that uh, you don't really understand. And um, with that said, uh, what I've been kind of gearing up and doing is uh, seeing what I could do to really go out there and land these bigger clients who work at large corporations like Hasbro and like um, Nestle and other places like that. And <clears throat> one of the things that we really have to understand is the dynamics of who we're really communicating with. A lot of people uh, usually just streamline their pitches and make it straightforward to CEOs. But when you're working with these larger corporations and things like that, uh, it usually goes through a process with statements of work, going through uh, multiple layers and channels to really get proposals pushed up the ladder. usually goes into a marketing or human resource department and then kind of works its way all the way up. So you kind of have to go and catered to what the employees are really looking at on a day-to-day basis. And working at a company for about four and a half years, you really get to see the inside dynamics of how a company like that works. And um, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of internal politics and things like that. And it kind of sheds light on how business really works. And it's more of a slow training process as opposed to something that happens immediately like sometimes deals like these they take like three six months maybe even a year to actually go out there and complete and working inside the company let me deal with a lot of different vendors and go through the different processes of looking at what services are the best negotiating out the best deals trying to figure out which uh person's uh actually trustable, uh, looking at all the different platforms, seeing which one's the most ideal that would actually uh, have the biggest long-term benefits for the uh, company. And through that entire process of working with multiple vendors over the years, like there's just so many minute details where you just have to go and double check and see exactly what people are doing. And it's quite a strenuous process but I think I think doing this for such a long period of time has really helped me really see what that kind of work is and what's kind of involved and I know with some of the things I've been able to do like increase double page views and increase them over 221 percent over the course of a few years and create new things like a blog and all this uh repository of content 
uh, <clears throat> that kind of hits different service lines and everything like that. And even creating half of the pages that rank on the top 50 most uh, viewed pages on the website. Like, those types of things really showcase what I've been able to kind of do with a lot of doctors and everything like that. But it's not just medical that I'm really able to work in. Um, a lot of that comes from my diverse background, working in multiple different fields from automotive to real estate to investment funds to startups and even more. And I think uh, it's what it's really led down to is helped push me into the area of becoming like an expert generalist where I know a lot about uh, a, a lot of different fields. So it kind of makes it a lot easier when it comes to marketing and especially being in the personal branding space for about the last, uh, let's see, seven years uh, really has shown me how important a personal brand is at really helping and propelling a company up and leveraging out that halo effect and really helping a company grow. Because what we have here is nowadays we have a lot of companies going out there and uh, <clears throat> using their reputation uh, that they work tirelessly to go and build out. For example, uh, USC, for example, amazing school back in the 1800s and kind of went out there and created this huge history of what they were able to accomplish and did a lot of research and everything like that. And they became well-known and well-recognized for their research and for the graduates that they were putting out. And as time went by, what they did is they brought in the best doctors. So now you have the best doctors working over there, and you have them working with the uh, <clears throat> uh, recognized brand. So you have one halo effect affecting the other halo effect, where the brand is helping raise up the doctors, and the doctors are helping raise up the brand. So when you go and you bring in new recruits into the company, what they do is they get to leverage off that credibility from the other people who've already been brought on, and they get to leverage that credibility of the brand. So that halo effect immediately rubs off on them as well. And that gives the opportunity for a lot of new people to kind of leverage off the halo effect and grow with that brand. Now, one of the things that a lot of companies really miss out on is when it comes to really focusing in and growing out their employees' profiles because so many people are caught up in the everyday of work that they miss the opportunity to really go out there and make their public presences. And these public presences are probably the most essential thing that any company could have because what you do is you start to give your brand, your company's brand, a face or multiple faces at that. And then these begin to have, <clears throat> begin to be representations of your company. And when you get to show the dynamics of how a person is, what their personality is like, what their quirks are, what they like and what they dislike, it makes it a lot easier to just grow that brand and continue to go out there and grow. And, um, it really drives true connection when you really think about it, uh, going out there and connecting with an audience and getting into the front lines of people. Um, because now people don't only know just the reputable brand, but they get to know the people as well. Uh, one of the things that really, really works well that a lot of companies don't focus on is unbranded content. Like, when you stick your content in and you attach it and associate it with a brand, it comes with preconceived notions. Uh, in California, for example, there's UCLA and USC, and a lot of people take pride in their alma mater. And uh, like when they go and look at things, like let's just say I was a Bruin, for example. If I was looking at something for USC, I'd be like, oh no, Bruin's all the way, and I'd stick to the loyalty of my brand. And if I was a Trojan, it would be the exact opposite of that, where I'd be like, oh, no way I'm working with a Bruin uh, when it comes to any type of service because they're so struck down in that loyalty. 
However, when it comes to unbranded content, let's say you have a world-renowned doctor and he works at one of those two organizations and he's going out there and creating content under his name or her name. And they're going out there and just creating the best type of content that they can. That eliminates the bias of the brand and it gives a lot more longevity and umph to the content that's being created because now it's no longer branded content because whenever we see a brand and we look at content that's being created for it a lot of our minds just automatically switch over to is this an advertorial where someone's just out there trying to get my money but when it comes from an expert and you kind of unbrand that content what ends up happening is that person becomes the expert instead And then once that person goes on the journey to discover where that person works, that brand limitation that they have already kind of becomes eliminated because now this person is seen as a world-renowned expert and they're working at this world-renowned institution. And it kind of takes that bias that people already have and removes it. So it kind of gets people out of the way of going, oh, is this... uh, a competitor brand or something that I don't really understand. And even for like larger organizations, like um, when we look at the Fortune 500, we have companies like GE, we have companies like Cisco, uh, we have companies like IBM. And a lot of people don't actually know what these companies even do anymore just because they're so far immersed in like the artificial intelligence space. They have so many new subdivisions that pop up out of nowhere. Like, Um, I I think when you look at Cisco Systems, for example, a lot of people kind of go clueless on what they do. It's like, do they create VoIP phones or do they create cameras or what is it that Cisco actually does? And when you really get to know the people over at Cisco, they do a million different things. And that brand kind of just limits exactly what it is that people are talking about. Like, I worked with uh, Joseph Bradley for a few years. And what we did is we really put him as an innovator and a change agent for artificial intelligence and machine learning. Some of the things that they do over there at Cisco. And what that does is it creates this more compelling piece where people are really getting to know him, who he is, what his expertise is. And kind of goes out there and really narrows down his niche so he's not limited and tied back from the um, legacy brand that kind of limits out exactly what audience that he's targeting. Now, it's also good to be working at these organizations because they have a lot of cash flow and a lot of uh, resources to really back their people. But... It also makes it a little bit more difficult to get that person to go out there and really shine through. And that's one of the things that we're going to be doing over at Influence Tree over the next few years or maybe even next few decades is really going out there and helping people, the people who work within these organizations, go out there and build their personal brands so they become the recognized thought leaders within their space. And so they could mark their uh, positions in history because... A lot of the work that we do, like you take an executive who's been around for about 25 years in the business world, it's so amazing all the knowledge and insights and everything that they gathered up throughout the years. And that wealth of information lives in a silo and that silo is within the organization, within the direct team that they work with. But they don't really showcase that to the outside world. And when a lot of people go off and retire, that legacy kind of just goes off with them. And it's such a shame because with the internet nowadays and with digital platforms being there completely forever, this gives them the opportunity to really go out there and mark their position out in history where they could go out there and make an impact. Well, they've already made an impact within their organizations, but they can make an impact on the outside world and also take that and become a part of history as time goes on. Now, I've seen myself kind of become a part of history as well with a lot of the media features and the things that I've accumulated over the last four or five years, Um, having this documentary being made and all this other stuff. And what that really is, the 
the core amazing thing about this is it's kind of taking me, this guy who grew up in um, a childhood that was okay, but then, uh, actually it was pretty good, but then had a rough life from the age of 16 onwards when my grandma kicked me out of my home and I had to go live with my, gram- uh, with my mom. And I remember the first time I moved to Los Angeles, I was like, wow. It looks like I'm moving to hell. But this was back before all the development was happening and all the sky rises were up. And it just looked so trashy at the time. And from all the heart heartache and the hardship that I've kind of gone through within the years, um, it's really opened up my eyes a lot to see that even someone who really came from nothing really has the opportunity to really turn it around, especially in this digital frontier that we're in. And it's not just people like me who have a chance, but most importantly, the people who've been out there slaving away for 10, 15, 20 years, mastering their craft, becoming experts in their space, having them have that opportunity to really go out there and shine and have that true essence of who they are be out there. I remember uh, there was a time where I had a call with a, a McKinsey senior solution partner. And when we had a bio call with him, it was absolutely amazing. He really just nailed down and went deep into his personal story. We got that documented. But then, yes, the company didn't want to move forward in that direction. But I know he personally loved that bio. And it's such a shame that that thing really couldn't come out because that was the real true essence of who he is. And it's really about much more than making an impact, generating more leads or anything like that. But it's really more of a legacy play if you really think about it. Well, uh, it's about time for our commercial break. So I'll be back shortly after a few moments. And you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. And we'll be back after this commercial break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Tune in to The Bottom Line with host Yaku Boyens. This program is set to transform your life. From human trafficking to entertainment to family and life itself, our guests run the gamut among the topics, and Yaku is here to lend his expertise and commentary to get to the bottom line. That way, you make change the most positive that it could possibly be. The Bottom Line with Yaku Boyens. Listen live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here. Uh, we kind of talked a little bit about 
uh, the uh, vision and what we kind of do with this personal branding stuff. Another thing I really wanted to get into is like the search engines and also content being seen. Uh, one of the things that we do over here at Influence Tree is we really take an omnipresent approach when it comes to marketing efforts. And what that means is by being everywhere. So let's say we were to go and record a video together, or write an article together, or get something done. What we would do is we would put that onto every single platform possible. Now, a lot of people, what they think uh, is best to do is just to put a piece of content onto their website and just hope that people are going to go out there and find it. But uh, that content should live in much more than just the website alone. It should be on platforms like writing platforms like Quora, Medium, LinkedIn. Uh, if it's a video, that should be embedded into those articles and on the website too. And it should go on to YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and all these other places. Because I, I see that what a lot of people do is they kind of make this weird thing where they try to quote unquote cater to their audience where on Instagram, they're putting out one message. Then on LinkedIn, they're putting out a separate message. Then on Facebook, they're tweaking their message slightly again uh, so it would affect their audience. But in reality, people are people, and people react the same way to the same type of content, no matter what platform you really put it onto. So when you really nail it down, what you have to do is realize that you're talking to people one-on-one. -on -one. You're not talking to people based on a platform that's within a box. And once that content comes out in the right way, it doesn't matter what platform you're really putting that into. It's going to go out there and it's going to shine. Uh, and when you kind of take this omnipresent approach, you're able to maybe take your normal website uh, visit that might get like 80 visits per new post, and you could get that up to the hundreds or thousands. And if the content does extremely well, that could be in the tens of thousands or even the hundreds of thousands. I know there's certain pieces of content that I've made in my day that have got over like 500,000 reads uh, just on one piece of content alone. And over the years, when I've kind of seen how this 14 million reads that I kind of developed have gone out there and uh, really um, proven through the test of time, is that content lives on and it doesn't just disappear. It continues to grow more and more and more each and every single year. And that's through search engines, that's through pushing content back out there, that's through recycling um, content as well. And the kind of content that we develop over here at Influence Tree kind of takes that legacy and evergreen approach where it stands and proves through the test of time, where it doesn't really determine, like a lot of people will hop on like news cycles and things like that to get quick views here and there. But then that content becomes irrelevant after a few days. But what really happens here over at Influence Tree is when we make your content, it's timeless. It proves through the test of time. And it's based on not just your expertise, but your personality as well. And I think that's another thing that a lot of people really have missing when it really comes to going out there and creating their content. They kind of stick it into the box and they try to make it too business-like. And... While work is important, what people do is they do business with people that they know, know, like, and trust. And while it's essential to get your expertise out there, you have to draw people in and get them to really relate to you. And a lot of that really comes from the development of storytelling. And that's why when I work with clients one-on-one, -on -one, one of the first things I do is I go out and I create a bio for them. And usually in that bio call, I've been working on these bios with all my partners in this last week. And I'll usually ask them to start off the call like this. I'd be like, okay, I want you in this next hour, we're going to record this call. And I'm going to want you to tell me about what your life has been like. Tell me about your early childhood. How was it that your parents raised you? What kind of things did you do as a kid? What were your over most moments of adversity that you kind of had to face? What was kindergarten, junior high, and high school and college like for you? What was it like to get your first job? What was your first entrepreneurial venture? Uh, what was your first relationship like? And lead me all the way up to where you are today so I can get a full picture of who you are. 
And usually what people do is they'll just go and start talking about their entire life story. And it's absolutely phenomenal. It doesn't matter what type of person you are. Uh, there's going to be a lot of golden nuggets that really come out of that story. And even with people who think that they're completely boring and they haven't really done much in life, there's a lot of golden nuggets that come out of there too. And when we really think about that saying, people do business with people that they know, like, and trust, uh, let's say you were to go into a meeting and you were to go and meet someone for the very first time and you find them completely off-putting. You'd be completely wasting your time doing business with them. But with this, when you can go out there and create a bio and stick it up onto your website and on you see your LinkedIn profiles and other places uh, that you could really go and showcase who you are, people are getting to know you immediately. And then they're get, getting to know if they know, like, and trust you at scale. And that that's why, like me personally, I have over like 500,000 social media followers is because a lot of people got to know me at scale. And it was like, instead of going out there and introducing myself one by one to one to people, I was able to have people really get to know me through my content, through my bio, and really create that strong connection with me. And uh, what it kind of does is it makes business so much more easier because if you already know that people are going to do business with people that they know, like, and trust, once they get to know you and who you truly are, they're going to be able to really relate to you. And then if they relate to you, they're going to potentially look up what you do for work. And if they like what you do for your work and they need that service, then they're going to start working with you. If not, they'll be your friend. And if they also get to know you and they know someone who likes the ser- who needs the services that you offer, they're going to keep you in their referral network to go out there and share exactly what it is you do with the people that they know. So what it does is it creates a cycle where, uh, for me personally, like I've taken a lot of breaks in my career where... I, I took time off to focus on the family and other things and didn't really focus too heavily on work at those times. Yet, leads still came into the business and I was still able to land clients because it, it's kind of like that snowball effect. Once you get a snowball and you have this little ball rolling down a hill and you continue to push it down, it just continues to push more and more and more and starts to grow and compound. and It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that ball, what it ends up doing is it builds up a lot of momentum and velocity. And once that becomes so big, it becomes a force that is next to unstoppable at a certain point. And because it gathers up so much momentum and it continues to keep going, it's going to go and push through for a long time. And that could last for years upon years upon years where all of that continues to hold on to an impact. And when you're building under your own personal name as well, it gives you the flexibility where uh, you're not stuck into a box. I know a lot of people, what they like to do is they'll make a company name, let's just say like xyz.com or something. While that's all great and everything, uh, it's kind of weird to see all this different type of content come up, uh, especially when it becomes personalized on your business website. And because it's also on your business website, it kind of puts that branding effect there where uh, when we talked about unbranded content before, it limits the distribution of it. Now, it still holds a place to be on that site, but when it's on your personal website as well, and it gives you that flexibility to go out and be more showcased and be your whole human self. Where you can talk about the different things that you like doing for fun as well, whether it be biking, cycling, uh, going out there, taking a hike, spending time with your family. And it gives you that ability to create a more cohesive picture of exactly who you are. So people are really getting to know, like, and trust you. And once you kind of have that element down, it just makes business so much easier. I know in the old world, it was all about networking and going out there and getting to know people one-on-one, whether it's through like dinner parties, uh, in-person events, charity galas, or whatever it may be. But 
in this new digital age, a lot of people, like when we kind of look at Los Angeles, for example, so many people have their own agenda of exactly what they want to go out there and do. So when, and their schedules are already busy and packed with exactly what it is that they're doing, that it's hard for people to kind of find a time to really go out there and go to a different type of event. But with this digital world, everyone can just hop onto their computers, whether they're at work, home, in the office, whatever it may be, and they can just pull up a screen and really get to know you at a more intimate level. And a lot of people are kind of worried because they go, oh, if I put too much of my private information out there, is this going to become too out of hand where I can't really even control it or am I going to get like spam and other messages um, I have my phone number on my Twitter profile, I have my email up and usually people are quite respectful where they only contact you if it's something that they actually really need to talk about so usually um, like yesterday I had an amazing uh, conversation with someone who's been going out there and flying out every single weekend and she's been uh going to visit a lot of the uh, <clears throat> fields and natural um, natural parts of his uh, natural landscapes that we have in the country. And I've just been looking at those pictures and we've struck up an amazing conversation and I made new friends with someone. And it's kind of amazing how certain types of people will take initiative and they're going to be really interesting because they're the ones who actually have the courage and want to really get to know you. So it helps also with like mental health and other things because you're able to get out of the box that you're in and find more friendships and more healthy relationships. And if we really think about what life is all about, those relationships, those things that really move the needle are the people that are friends and the people that we're connected with. And that gives us the ability to really go out there and shine with other people. Um, and I, I know most of the people really think, okay, so what's the bottom line for all of this? Is this really going to go out there and generate more money for me? And the simple answer is yes. And it's well, it might take six months to really get things up and running. It really does have a compounding effect that kind of follows you around for life. Where as time goes by, you're able to really grow and build more credibility in your networks and outside of your networks and really become that legacy person that's really going down and being put into history getting invited to go and speak at conferences where they're maybe offering you like 10 grand plus to go and speak where you're getting consulting offers from the largest corporations like never in my life would i have ever thought that companies like ge or cisco and um, other companies like this would reach out to me asking for help whether it be for uh material within my book the services that I offer for my company, or to go out there and speak at a company like Salesforce. But all these things continue to happen over and over. And that legacy play just continues to grow more and more and more. And it helps you really go out there and nail down and build that presence where you just become a historic business icon, or maybe even more than that, especially if you have other hobbies and things like that. There's really a place for everyone to really go out there and build that personal brand, especially in the times that we're in right now. Now, when it comes to the economy and everything, a lot of people are realizing that if the economy goes and shuts down, a lot of jobs go along with it. And while a lot of people really think, oh, should I go and rely on the government to really go out there and bail me out? It's just a temporary solution. It's like a band-aid to the problem. But it's really an opportunity now for many of us, no matter what position we're in, whether we're unemployed, whether we're an executive at a company, whether we're a business owner who's just starting up, or someone who's going out there and making nine figures, ten figures, or whatever it may be, to really go and consider what it is that we're doing and what legacy play are we making and how much more of an impact can we really do if we really go and showcase exactly who it is that we are. Now, I know a lot of billionaires, they go out there and um, they have this image where they're kind of seen as like, as like heroic figures like Elon Musk and like um, Jeff Bezos. But while that might work for them, that's not the 
automatic solution that should be working for you. Like, if you think about motivational speaker, the first two names that might come up to your head are like Tony Robbins and like Gabby Bernstein. And what I see a lot of people doing is they'll kind of go out there and they'll go and copy these people's content immediately and try to be like Tony Robbins on day one and doing business with their personal brand. And they wonder why it doesn't connect with their audience and why they feel like they're missing the mark. And this happens time and time again. That's because so many people go out there and they want to start at like level 50. Like if you're playing a video game and you start at level 50 and you're a level one character, you're just going to get beat down and demolished. What you have to do is you have to start at level one and work your way up to level 50 and work your way up to level 75 and work your way up to level 99. And that's a time-tested process that takes a lot of going out there and putting in the work, putting in the labor, and really going out there and just refining that personal brand to be a true reflection of exactly who it is that you are and not who someone else is so that copy and paste method doesn't work it's really going out there and nailing exactly who it is that you are to really go out there and create that legacy anyways it's about time for another commercial break uh you can find me on twitter at mr leonard kim you can go to my website at lk.site.com OK.site, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey everyone, welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here, and we've been really diving in deep into the topic of personal branding and the kind of the impact that it can really make. Now, one of the things that I did when I first built my personal brand is if you kind of told me within the first six months that my content would be read over two million times, I really kind of laughed at you and said there's no way in the world that would ever happen. And it's what I truly believed at the time. And 
Uh, well, that was a struggle for me to really go out there and understand that that could potentially happen. And when it did happen within six months of riding, I was kind of blown away. I mean, being called a top rider back in 2013 over on a website called Quora, like, I never even expected any of that to happen. To going and writing for uh, large publications like Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, and Dot Catalog, and other places like that. To having over like 300 media features, to being able to speak on stage at places over in like Istanbul, at the Inflow Summits, or over at the Colt, Conf- Colt Gathering over in Banff, Canada. To being on TV shows like Break Through the Crowd or writing a book called Ditch the Act Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success or building a business where I'm able to get 11 different partners on board where we could go out there and really work together to create compelling brands for other people. Like, if you ask me, like, back in 2013 when I started all of this, if any of that would have been possible, I would have probably laughed in your face and said, there's no way. There's no way that someone who is working and earning $16.24 an hour working over at American Honda, who is barely able to even afford lunch on his lunch break, I had to get a $1.64 quesadilla, I took the bus saw. I took the bus to work. I took three different buses to get to work that took an hour and a half and had to go and walk 10 minutes to the subway station and walk all the way over to the office. And just lived in poverty where I was kind of living off uh, maybe take home uh, about $1,800 a month to survive in Southern California, which is a really expensive state to live in. To kind of redefining that and being able to go out there and do a lot of things that I never even knew would be possible, like working at a very accredited university to going out there and uh, working with some of the top people in the industry and making friends like Brian D. Evans, Nicholas Cole, and all these amazing people, Winnie Sun, uh, <clears throat> who've gone out there and really just taken advantage of their life and made their own legacies possible. And we all kind of did this at around the same time uh, where <clears throat> we all realized that the digital frontier was moving and we didn't look at social media as a place to really brand ourselves, but as a distribution tool to really get our content out there and continue to grow. And we really nailed down on focusing in on our content and who we are. And we've been able to go out there and build all these <laughs> legacy plays for ourselves. And now what I'm doing over at Influence Tree, at least, is I'm helping everyone else go out there and really go and build that legacy play, too. Now... There's some people who are going to be like, oh, your services are a lot too expensive, Leonard. This isn't something that I'm going to be able to really go and afford. The great thing is there's a package that's out there for everyone. Now, anyone could go out there and just spend 20 bucks and go to an Amazon or a Barnes & Noble and pick up a copy of Ditch the Act, reveal the surprising power of the real you for greater success, where my co-author, Ryan Fonan, work tirelessly on creating a lot of worksheets to help you go out there and do things on your own. And then over at Influence Tree, we have a course um, that really helps. I believe it's called a G3 branding formula that helps you get branded, get seen, and get featured in publications. And that really has me and Ryan teaching you the ins and outs of exactly what it is to go out there and build a personal brand, get featured in publications, grow your social media following, and create that legacy play for yourself. Then um, that one's about uh, the $2,000 price range, and you can find that at grow.influencetree.com. And over at Influence Tree, we work with people um, who work at large corporations or running large businesses, and we work with them one-on-one to really go out there and nail in the results so they could really go out there and build their personal brand. And while a lot of people might think the services are pretty expensive, when we kind of look at large, um, large agencies, <coughs> marketing agencies, um, usually a marketing or a human resource department really sees what this happens, but there's um, companies that are paid like 10 to like $50 million every single year to really go out there and manage a lot of the marketing efforts that are pretty much done. But then when you kind of look at the deliverables and everything, and <clears throat> you ask yourself a question of whether or not this was worth the type of money, 
that was being spent on it, usually what they're doing is they're running things against industry benchmarks. And let's say an industry benchmark is a 0.028% click-through rate or something like that. And they're going out there and promoting how they get like a 3.1% and they're beating industry standards by about um, 50%. Uh, with a lot of the things that we've kind of been seeing with uh, the work that we've been doing is we've been getting like a 10, 15, 20, 30 percent um, click-through rate on a lot less money that's being spent. And that's because when we kind of like go out there and we lead with a brand, uh, a lot of people are going out there and seeing things from that brand perspective. And they already make their preconceived notions of what a brand is. Uh, a friend of mine, um, Joe Martin, uh, formerly known as Adobe Joe, he ran the exact same ad from the Adobe's Twitter account and from his personal Twitter account. And with that ad, it had the exact same copy, exact same image, exact same headline, exact same every single thing possible. And when they ran the same budget for both ads, the one that went off on his personal account got 10 times more clicks. And when you think about that, a 10 times higher result, and you compare that to a 50% increase on like industry standards on benchmark, like there's been ads that I have been running for um, uh, <clears throat> the uh, prior employer that I work for, and we got ads all the way down from about 13 to about 50 cents a click. And we have some ads that are running where it was about one cent or less than a cent per video view. We got millions of views on that type of content that really went out there and built out the credibility of not just the organization, but the people within those videos. It made them world-renowned experts. And even with clients I'm working with nowadays, like we're seeing the same results. And it's all really out there and it's all really possible to really go out there and shape things out for uh, what what it is that you're doing. It just takes a little bit of time and effort to really go out there and uh, get things going. What I like to do with a lot of my clients is I like to do a lot of discovery on the first month, really get to know people, figure out exactly who it is that they are and go out there and create bios for them. And that bio is something that's going to be taken with you for your entire life because that becomes the essence of who you are. It becomes a living, breathing document, which is a direct reflection of who you are that's constantly updated as time goes by and you develop out exactly who it is that you are. Then what we do next is we go into a SWOT analysis and we build out a business plan based off who you are, who your competitors are, and things like that. So... Instead of going out there and creating a business plan for a company, which a lot of companies go out there and do, what we're doing is we're making that business plan for the person. So the person could really go out there and propel and showcase exactly who it is that they are and strategically go out there and corner the market. Now, one of the things that I really like to do is um, if you think about like Dilbert, the uh, Scott Adams cartoon, uh, he wasn't the best artist out there. He was not the funniest guy out there. And he's not the best employee out there. But he took three skills, combined them together, and then he was able to use those three different things, three different parts of his uh, <coughs> um, branding starship, combined them together, and he was able to carve out an entirely new niche for himself where that cartoon went out there and got millions of reads and papers all across the United States. Now, when working with you, what I'm able to help do is I'm able to help narrow down and find those three things and help you combine them together to make your own niche and become an expert into a brand new field where it's business related, it's uh, personal life related, and it really showcases exactly who you are so people really get to know, like, and trust you. And that's what's really going to be the driving factor to really get you down into history and help you land that position um, at the top for your company, no matter what type of company that you're working for, whether it's an academic institution, a Fortune 500, uh, venture-backed startup, no matter what it is, it really helps you go and narrow down uh, 
<clears throat> the space. And it's not something that only executives have to do. It's something that you could do and you could find your internal stakeholders within the company. Like, let's say there's someone over in accounting who's just going gung-ho about the company and just loves exactly the products that you're producing and things like that. And you could tell that they buy all the swag, all the material, and they just tout your company's name everywhere that they go. Maybe that's the best person to be your stakeholder. And what we could do is we could gather up like 10, 15, 20 different people and have them become the multiple faces of your company. And when you do that, now now you take that brand and you give it multiple faces. And when your brand has multiple faces, people are getting to see the true essence of who's really behind the company. And that's really going to create a lot of connection with your audience so they see exactly what it is that's happening and it's going to help you secure that number one top spot where you're the dominating force within your industry because now you're doing what very few companies have done before you. You're going out there and you're taking your people, you're putting them front and center in your spotlight, you're giving them the opportunity to really go out there and shine. And when you think about employee retention, when you have people that are going through things like this, it's absolutely amazing because now these people are very gung ho, they're very company driven. And let's say you have like a, let's say you have a leadership program where you bring in like new graduates and you put them through different departments, so then they could learn the ins and outs of every single department within the company because these are the next future leaders of your organization. If these people were to go through a program like this and get their personal branding down, they could become the shining stars of your company, not just within the inside, but on the outside as well. And that gives them the opportunity to really go out there and shine. And it takes a lot of these legacy brands that we have and gives them the ability to really go out there and breathe new life. So... Anyways, this is kind of a summary of how personal branding works and how it's really going to make an impact on the next generation of businesses that really go out there. And with the experience I've had working at large corporations and with startups and with people of all different types of natures, and with the team that I've kind of gone out there and developed, we've taken subject matter experts in various fields from funnel building to website building to creative design to... uh, to media buying, to copywriting, and every single thing, and combine them together so we could really go out there and make sure we deliver you the best services and products possible so you could really go out there and nail it in with your personal brand. I wanted to uh, thank you so much for joining in for another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. If you want to learn more about any of these things that we're doing over here, send me over an email at hello at leonardkim.com. Uh, visit us over at influencetree.com or learn more about me at my website, leonardkim.com or lk.site. Anyways, thank you, and we'll be seeing you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.